This podcast was created on Messy. Create your own show today at messy.fm. This is our official first episode. So both of us have never done this. So we are learning and growing together. So bear with us. Yes. We hope you guys we are enjoy. not experts and we're not producers. No, but you will get to know us on this episode because we are going to tell you guys all about our beautiful and amazing 15 plus year friendship. I'm going to do that. <laughs> Uh, and uh and yeah i think it's gonna be cool because you guys will get a chance to get to know us a little bit better both our friendship and individually we're going to talk about our backgrounds where we got how we got to where we got to um what we do now and what led us to this podcast so we're gonna dive right in yes you ready let's dive right in she ready i'm gonna put my toe in the water well, we were introduced to each other by Elsa, our is, mutual friend, who is our other BFF. You always saw us together, but um, I shout met... out to Elsa. You know you're gonna come on, girl. Yeah, and we know you're gonna be hearing this. Exactly, you better be. Uh, I met Elsa <clears throat> in algebra class, and we started talking, and I started hanging out with her and stuff. And then I don't remember, like, our exact introduction, like, the first day I met you. Do you remember that? I don't remember either. I don't remember our first official introduction. Yeah, me neither. The only, like, it's funny because one, I don't know if I should <laughs> say this say on this it, girl, episode. Say it. But. Let um, the people know. One We're of, always like, going to keep it real. first memories with you is me telling you. About the first time I had sex, <laughs> losing my virginity, and you were like, "Oh my god, he had sex!" And we were like, "I don't know." I feel like since then we became friends. Like our whole stories became our her stories. <laughs> yes, girl. Did y'all hear that? Did y'all hear that? Oh my god! You know what? I do remember you telling me, and I remember feeling like finally one of my friends did this thing that I did and I felt like I was the only one and I didn't want to talk about it because maybe I was a little bit embarrassed that I did so I remember that like I don't know that's one of my first memories I I like can recall of us like meeting and talking and whatever yeah and um I think we became like the closest when you were dating Langston. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Langston. He probably will never listen to this podcast <laughs> or he might because I think he genuinely like had a lot of love for us. And yeah. if he sees this come out, I hope that he listens to it. Yeah. And uh, we used to hang out. It was well, like, let's tell Langston was, I mean, let's yeah. tell the people Langston you, was you my ex, them. was an ex boyfriend of mine or mm -hmm. a high school boyfriend of mine. Mm -hmm. And probably one of the best guys, honestly, I ever dated. Outside of my current partner, he was probably one of the best guys I had ever been with. Mm -hmm. And he just was... It was a lot of fun. Yeah, he yeah, and really a... respected us, and we had a great time together. Yeah, and, and let's just say that I loved Elvia. <laughs> like, <laughs> I loved... think he loved our friendship. That too. He loved our friendship, so he loved... Hanging he, out with us. Yeah, he loved being part of it, and like... We would often all hang out together, like all the time. So it was kind of like he was dating both of us, <laughs> but like you know, he did not have the benefits. I it's guess. not like they were. We were just hanging out. Yeah, right? yeah, we were hanging out. Yeah. Um, he was so sweet. He even like I, I don't. I think I had no boyfriend, or I had both broken up with my boyfriend. And on Valentine's Day, he brought me a card, and. Oh it God, was, I don't remember this. And it was like, yeah, it was like 10 things I like, I don't know if it was part of the card or he wrote it, like 10 things I like about you or uh -huh. something like that. It was really sweet. And like, I remember he was even, no, maybe I'm recalling something else. But like, yeah, I remember he would do things like that. Like, 
nice things. Like he would get things for Diana for Valentine's Day and he would get me a little something too. And he thought like my style was fly. And he You was were like, girl, you were like you were like the OG jailer, like that fly girl who had the Tims and like dope echo stuff, you know? She <laughs> yes. was fly. You know, I used to do all the echo, Lady Inichi, the hoop <laughs> earrings, crunchy hair, the Timberlands. You know, I used to do the, all that. And I used to do the swap meet version of that. So, um, mine were never actually named brand. So, the only reason I had Tim's or Girl, Jordan's, I had to put it on layaway, okay? <laughs> <laughs> the only reason I had Tim's is actually because this boyfriend, Lisa, bought them for me because he wanted me to look like Elvia. But you, can you imagine my little short, blonde hair, white ass? Like, <laughs> Looking like a construction worker. <laughs> and I was like, they're like kind of big, you know, and clunky. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just say it wasn't really my style, but I really like I, I really liked them. I liked that style. Yeah, it was a little bit more of a tomboy, and I think that's why Langston liked my style because I was a little bit more tomboyish. Yeah. Got really close. Yes. Yes. Well, Langston and I broke up yes. only because he moved to college and I was still in high school. Right. So then senior year comes around and we are both single. Yeah, we're both right. single. We were double dating. I was bringing you on all my dates in senior year of high school. Yes. I mean, true. yeah. Anyways, go ahead. Yeah. I think that was, so we just, I think after that, we just got really, really close. Yeah. And we did everything together. We went everywhere together. This girl had a date. She would be like, tell your friend to, like, get a friend for my friend. And together we could be friends. You know, and like we could that. do this every weekend. Yes, okay. exactly. <laughs> you know, <clears throat> and we we did everything together. I remember. We, um, yeah, and I think, and basically, our lives have taken us many different places. They have. So, what did you do after you graduated from high school? So after high school, I went off to New York. I always mm-hmm. wanted to move to the East Coast. I don't know why. Um, I always was excited about the big city, and I think that comes from growing up in a suburb. So off to New York I went, and I was there for about two years, and our relationship was as close as if we lived right next to each other. Exactly. We still talked every day, we still joked every day. Every, I mean, it's like having a long-distance relationship. Honestly, it was better than having a long-distance relationship. Yeah. And you came to visit me a couple times. I did, and we had a lot of fun. Me and Elsa went together. <laughs> yes. And uh, I have been to New York previously because I have family that lives in New Jersey. Shout out to the Ibarras. <laughs> um, and they uh, took me to New York once when I was there. But uh, the first time I was there, like by myself, was, was with Elsa. And we had to, we were trying to go to the Met on the subway and it wasn't accepting our metro card so we decided <laughs> to jump the metro these girls are criminals yeah <laughs> and we ended up getting a fucking ticket it was like and the guy would not he was not budging but anyways that's besides the point so yeah we went to visit you a couple times um i was go- i was at uc riverside and also was at UC Santa Barbara. Yes. Yeah. And we would all just jump around. Yeah. So we grad. You ended up moving back. Yes. So you transferred. Yes. And you went to Tucson. Yes. Go Matadors. <laughs> and then um, that was great. I feel like I got to see you a lot. I definitely feel like we partied very hard. Uh, yeah, we did. I mean, who didn't in college? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes. And, um, I mean, our friendship has always been close. And Yeah, we are the kind of people who, I'm not joking, talk every day. If not, like, I don't mean actually talking on the phone, but we text every day. And but we could still talk for, like, three hours on the phone, as if, even though we just talked the day prior. And we've been texting all day. Like, we don't ever run out of things to talk about. I, it amazes me because I don't think I can hold 
this level of conversation with I've never met another human being I could hold this much like talk to this much all the time every day and I love people but they fucking exhaust me <laughs> and I mean not to worry but Diana exhausts me sometimes too <laughs> this bitch loves to talk I sure do I mean hello I mean this is why we have a podcast let's be real I need an opportunity to just talk some more exactly <laughs> But I would say that it's just been an overall amazing friendship. We've seen us go through losing jobs, getting new jobs, um, getting degrees, you getting a master's, moving across the East Coast. Elvia moved to Boston for some time. Mm-hmm. I lived there for four years. Came back. Boyfriends in between. Yes. Relationships in between. Then you moved to New York. Then I moved to New York again. So then we were we were having the long distance relationship, and then you moved back, and then I moved <laughs> <laughs> to the Bay Area, and then finally, uh, this October I moved back to LA. We got reunited, and, and it, it feels so good. Okay, what did you guys honestly think though about my yeah in the intro? I did that a lot. I think at the at the end, I was, you know, really hit, hitting it. She I'm almost hitting. Selena still. <laughs> she was hitting them notes. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. That's so funny. So, yeah, we've had a, an amazing friendship. We've really been a part of every single possible milestone mm-hmm. that you go through from being, like, a young adult mm-hmm. or a young teenager through adult life. Um, and all of that, we've mm-hmm. learned a lot. I think that... For all the friendships out there, for all the girls that are listening to us, the best advice when it comes to friendships is, like, really respect and never judge each other. Like, that's when you always open up and you're, like, that's loving somebody unconditionally. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's the friendship that we've always had because it doesn't matter, like, what's been going on in our lives. We just always respect it. Like, we're always like, girl, do you? Or, like, if it makes you happy and as long as it's, you're safe and you're well-respected, like, do whatever you want to do that makes you happy. And I think that's why our friendship works. Mm-hmm. And we're funny. There's really, <laughs> we, me and Liana think we are fucking hilarious. Oh, you guys are getting age. for what? a motherfucking treat. Uh, yes. Yes. No, but also each other to feel beautiful, smart, proud. Like all those things that yeah. you're like, girl, why do I need a man? Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> My friend always makes me feel fly. Yeah. And like I'm slaying and I'm just the best. Mm-hmm. And I think that's how friendships, like, good friendships come about. This mm-hmm. long. Like Zaza says, I'm bougie and I'm cute. <laughs> and on that note, let's talk about uh, how we started this podcast. Yes. So... <clears throat> it stemmed from a conversation you and I had. I don't even know how long ago was that. It was three and a half, almost four years ago. Yeah. And we were talking about, well, we talk about a lot of things, but I think in that specific term, we were talking about like how we are so frustrated and don't know a lot of things. Like maybe around time, around that time is when, um, I was starting my job at UC Berkeley and I was, um, you know, had, had to start my, in, in the nonprofit sector, you have 403Bs, which are basically 401Ks. And you also had just had an experience about yours. Yeah. So I had just switched jobs and had to roll over my 401K. And I had to call, um, you know, your retirement fund company and say, hey, can you roll things over? Whatever that means, by the way, just because somebody told me I should say that. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to use that one. <laughs> roll over. Can you roll it over? Like, I'm really thinking they're literally just going to roll some money into some other bank account. And in doing so, we started talking about mutual funds and I don't know what. And I, like, started crying. I was so frustrated. I'm like, how embarrassing. I don't know what he's talking about. What is mutual funds? I don't know. Help me. Help me. And I think that 
shame and frustration, I called Elvia and I was like, girl, this is another cool thing about our friendship. We've gone through really tough times in our lives, like our own personal lives. Mm -hmm. And our conversations are always there to be there for each other and listen. But our conversations always make sure that like we laugh. Mm -hmm. Like we bring laughter into even the toughest of times. Mm -hmm. And so we turned this frustrating moment into a funny moment. A slimy moment. (laughs) (laughs) Because I was like, girl, do you know about these 401ks? I don't understand. Yeah. And then I was like, 401k? (laughs) Because that's that's still hard. So honestly, there's just so much you can know. And it's hard to, all those conversations, all those things that you need to know are so hard to just know all that information and then make sure that you're doing the right thing or doing the right thing for you. And you're like, what is the right thing for me? I don't know. And like, understand them. It's investments and retirement funds are somewhat complex. And if no one's ever taught you the basics of them, mm-hmm. which n- now we both agree that no one had ever taught us because school had never taught us mm-hmm. even going to university had never taught us mm-hmm. and then our parents even though we both said like we our parents are good-ish with money it's not like they knew how to teach about mm-hmm. money yeah so neither one of us grew up or like our lessons were like dinero. Yes. and it's like but they never taught you how to do that it was like you should do this but they were not giving me the tools to do that right and also because they probably were like well you're gonna figure it out <laughs> is that what Bobby told yeah he's is like, that what Papa that's what my dad says you? he's gonna pe- figure it out <laughs> <laughs> and did you figure it out no okay no figure it out we're figuring it out now yes, that's why exactly. we so we created this podcast well we talked about that we just started talking about a lot of things that like we wish we would have known. It was like, girl, well, you created misinformed Latina. I I created misinformed Latina out of that frustration because mm-hmm. I just thought there were so many things I wish I would have known mm-hmm. when I was twenty two years old. And I'm like, damn, my life would have been so different. Not bad and not good, just different. You know, I would have made more informed decisions. Mm-hmm. And I created misinformed Latina from that because I really, really believe that there is so much power in having knowledge tools and structure to like make better decisions because that's how we're really all gonna succeed right and my goal with misinformed latina is to make sure i arm young latinas with this information so that they become the next latina leaders and they become really successful um so yeah i created misinformed latina from that Mm -hmm. and in doing that i was like on a walk on the beach. Ooh, we're so romantic. So romantic. She was holding my hand. Get and cute. I was cursing her baby. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, girl, would you be down to do a podcast with me? Stemming off of Misinformed Latina. So we'll talk about the same somewhat structure. But it'll be me and you. And essentially just take our relationship of, you know, texting and talking every day. And invite the people into the conversation. Exactly. And it's also, like, we want to help as many people as possible. And I think it's it's funny because Diana's whole, you know, this is for everybody. But, like, we want to help the, you know, the us, you know, 10 years ago. Yes. The, like, where we were 10 years ago, we want to help all those ladies and gents um you know just be more informed and know about all the things life so that when they get to their 30s they are like more confident in these things and are doing the things that work best for them Uh, i would have been better off i would have established really good habits i mean i'm just saying silly ones like making your bed but it's like it really says a lot about you yeah and it matters Mm -hmm. like your day just starts off so much better when you start incorporating you know if like making your bed is the you know five things that you do every day as part of your self-care or to make sure you start your day off on the right foot 
on the dance floor, then that's great, you know? If that helps you, that's awesome. Yep. Me and Avi talk about these things like every every day we're talking about what we eat. Okay, we're like, oh my god, I did not eat good today. Oh my god, we did not work out. Or like, oh my god, girl, I need to meditate, I need to yoga, I need to stretch, or I need to sleep, I need more water. Those are our conversations every single day. It's like we talk about these things. Um, but I think this is also a good chance. So that's really what this podcast is going to be about. That's how it started. And that's what the podcast is going to be about. It's us. Like, what would we tell our 22-year-old self? And we have, honestly, so many badass Latina amigas who are so smart in so many different spaces, like health, like finances, um, like mental health, um, education, mm-hmm. um, everything motherhood and we're excited to bring them on and talk to you guys um, from their expertise about how to incorporate some good habits into your life so by the time you're our age you already have the tools to make more informed decisions exactly yay um we also wanted a chance to like for you guys to get to know us a little bit more so um i'm gonna let elvia take this one and let the people know kind of about your career path, where you're at now, what led you there, um, yeah, what you do. And honestly, it's like, it's a perfect, uh, I think, crossover with what with what this podcast is all about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so currently I work in, well, let me just start from the beginning. My degree is from UC Riverside, and I have an interdisciplinary studies degree in business and in Spanish, but that is nothing related to what I do now. And which shows you your what you major in does not mean that that's the type of career you're gonna have or that that's really important in the type of job you're gonna have. Anyways, um, so after I went to grad school five years after um, graduating from undergrad uh, in Boston. Um, In between, I worked for a lot of nonprofits. And I just decided through just like my experience so far, like I I didn't love the nonprofit life. Um, Although where I am now is technically a nonprofit. yeah, I didn't love the nonprofit life, so I decided to get my master's degree in higher education. Um, I really, I really loved working with um, young adults and just being able to have more of a mentoring relationship with them and uh, supporting them throughout their journeys. Um, I had had that experience while I was doing a program called City Year, and I just love that aspect of my relationship with my core members. So um, I went to grad school for two years in Boston at Northeastern University. I moved back to L.A. Uh, I was job searching for a year. It was so hard. Um, especially when, you know, every, everybody always tells you like, go to school and get your education so that you can find a good job. But like, nobody really talks about how hard it is actually to find a job. Ain't that the truth? Yeah. It's, it's so, so hard to do that. Um, so it took me about a year and I actually had to change like the things that I wanted so I really wanted to stay in LA but because it wasn't happening I was like okay I need to widen my search and I decided to include some schools in the Bay Area then like literally a month after I did that I got an interview at UC Berkeley and I started an entry-level position that I was like overqualified for in terms of education and also experience but what was awesome about that role and my opportunity there is that I was able to transition that role into to do so much more and to be so much more helpful for that office and 
from there, I kind of set the standard for the next person. And even the the person that we hired after uh, me um, also had a master's. So I helped set that president at the um, And I was also able to be a mentor to that person, which was really awesome. Um, so yeah, I went and did more of an entry level, like advisor position. And then a year and a half into that, I, there was a position that became open in my office, uh, being an academic advisor. So I applied for it and I ended up getting it. That was about two years ago. And then, um, the after my year, I really started thinking about like moving back to LA because my intention was never to live in the Bay Area forever. So I started looking for jobs, uh, but there wasn't really much available. And then finally, there was positions becoming available, started interviewing. And then this past November, which yeah, this past November, I ended up getting a job and moving back uh, to LA. And I now work at UCLA. So that's amazing. And I've only been there for two months. But, um, you know, I'm really excited. Uh, When I left my higher ed program, like my dream was like, okay, you your like top school um, would be UCLA because it's close to home. And I mean, it's UCLA. It's a great school to work at. And I really, being a UC alum, I really wanted to stay in in those schools because I really enjoyed my experience as a UC student. And I, I went through a lot when I was in college, but we could talk about that a different day. And I just really want to be the, be like a support for students like me that were struggling, that are first generation, that are Latino um, or, or Latina. And I just, it's like a true passion of mine to be there to help and support those students. Um, so, yeah. That is uh, my career. Oh my god, Amiga! So admirable. I really admire Alvia's story. The other thing that you should know is that she's the first in her family to graduate with a master's degree, mm-hmm. and her family is from Ecuador. Yes. Um, and that's really cool. She's the oldest. Uh, There's two. only two of us. <laughs> yeah, and I'm the oldest sibling. Yeah. What else would you want the people to know about you outside of just Korea? It is a get-to-know-your host. She's uh, a phenomenal dancer. If you haven't, if you don't follow, you're going to follow her. And if you don't already, you already know she's an amazing dancer. She loves to yes. dance. Has, I think always. I mean, we love to dance. Probably to also dance. why we love hanging out together. Yes. I love food. Um, culture is very important to me. Um, I think because the I'm Ecuadorian and um, it's really just like my family and uh, my sibling that live in this country. Like all my cousins, he has everybody is in Ecuador. So my friends have really become my family and I love my friends. I feel like they're my biggest supporters, cheerleaders, hype woman <laughs> just like they do it all you know they're they're great listeners um you know and I have such a diverse group of friends in terms of like our interests and things that we do and how we are all those things so um <clears throat> yeah and she's single and ready to mingle sure People should know that, I guess. <laughs> You're going to hear our two different perspectives. Yeah. And, um, you know, but it, it's it's 
funny, and we talk about this often, you know, because in my 20s, I was in a relationship for the majority of my 20s. And I was having a damn good time, y'all. <laughs> single. Uh, AF. Ooh, girl, be careful with that microphone. I mean, I know you're single, but don't try to uh, put it in your mouth. <laughs> All right? Relax, girl. Relax. I hit my tooth mm-hmm. with the microphone. Maybe mm-hmm. I did that on purpose. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah, and I just, I'm really, I think as I'm realizing more and more, like, uh, just taking care of myself has been a journey for us all. Oh, girl. But, mm-hmm. um, I don't know, this, because I've focused so much these past, well, whatever, five years on getting to where I am in my career, I am finally at a place where I feel like I need to dedicate so much time to myself and like I know what I need and it, it's just doing it yeah that's the hardest part mm-hmm. but um yeah like I think self-care is just has become a very important part of like my rituals I guess um you know what else I don't know if you want to talk about this and if you don't that's fine but you went from being on your own for, I'm pretty sure, well over maybe eight years. Meaning, like, you lived not alone, but you were on your own. Mm-hmm. And you just recently moved back mm-hmm. to save a little money and to pay off debt. It's the smartest thing. We, mm-hmm. I would, if I would, if I could do that right now, I would do the and same. I live with my parents. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think it's a cool perspective, right? It's like. Yeah. It's very. How, how do you go from being comp- like an adult? You're sort of navigating your life. You're on your own. You're independent, and then sort of move back into that space while having already developed your own way of living. Yeah, yeah. It's very interesting. I mean, I think also because my parents are older, we are kind of all roommates, <laughs> <laughs> and we're just very independent. Like. We all like our me time, uh, and I feel like before, my parents may have had more of an issue with me, like closing the door after I get home from work and like just being in my room for an hour without talking to somebody, because my parents do the same thing. Yeah. Like, after they eat, my mom stays in the kitchen, watches her novella, and my dad is in the, other, in the living room watching the novella too. <laughs> But he's just by himself, and so is my mom. <laughs> and, like, they have also developed these patterns because we all work so much. And their commute is, like, 10 minutes, but my commute is over an hour. And I think we've just kind of fallen into this flow that's fine and works for us. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, honestly, it hasn't been as... Like I thought it was going to be. Like, oh, good. I guess I pictured that it was going to be like, you know, when you were a teenager and your parents are always like, you know, like yeah. it's, it hasn't been like that. Um, You know, they do get on my nerves sometimes. <laughs> I ain't going to lie. I ain't going to lie. But, um, you know, they're your parents. They're yeah. my parents. I love them and I'm always going to love them. And I've, I understand them a lot more, which I think is what makes it easier. For sure. And then, like, you re- yeah, you have so much more respect for your parents when you get older. Exactly. Which, if you're young and in your early 20s, and you're like, oh, I can't wait to leave home, mm-hmm. believe me, you'll one day love moving back home. Mm-hmm. Or really love and respect your parents while you're spending that time. Exactly. Um, all right. I'm going to tell the little people about me. Tell them about you, girl. Um, I... Oh my gosh, had so many jobs, so many jobs. Um, but I started as a marketing major in uh, a school in New York. I was there for two years. I studied abroad in Brazil and I absolutely loved it. Uh, highly recommend it. It was expensive. I took out a student loan for it. I don't recommend taking that route. It was what I did because I did and I didn't know any better and maybe not the smartest decision on my behalf. But um, I don't regret taking that trip. So I ended up moving back home because I really miss my family. Although, to be honest with you, I love New York City. And I ended up graduating from CSUN. While I was in CSUN, 
I uh, had my first internship at what was once Mundos, which most of y'all probably don't know about. Well, some of you guys are going to know. It was like in the MTV Tres where it had cool, hip, young, trendy Spanish, English, Spanglish music. It played some reggaeton. It played some banda. Um, and it was really cool. It was kind of my first introduction into the entertainment space. Um, and so, yeah, I sort of navigated my way in and out of marketing um, and ended up at an agency for Sony Pictures Home Entertainment. Um, and I actually got fired from that place. And it was a huge blow for me. I mean, it still really is. To, it's still a blow for me. It never feels good to feel like you were not good enough at a job mm-hmm. that they let you go. So, yeah, I I got let go, and it was such a horrible low for me in my career and in my self-esteem and thinking, you know, I thought I was smart and determined and I had a good work ethic, and now I'm a failure. And that was really tough for me in my career. So I had to pick myself back up, kept moving forward. Um, I ended up landing a job at Fox Studios, and that's really where my career truly took off. And in between all of this different jobs, I also had, like, other jobs. I was always a server at bars or restaurants, so I was a true hustler. So I would work my typical nine to five, and then I would leave my office job and then run to the restaurant that I was working at and do my makeup in the car put on my black apron and serve until midnight or whatever. If it was, if it was bar, mostly they close at 2 a.m. And then get up again and do it all over. And I did that for so many years um, until I really worked my way up in my marketing career and got a much more established sort of mid-level slash senior level role. Um, and that's when I stopped having to do sort of that second job. Um, I probably didn't always have to do that, but I have to admit, I sometimes really liked it. I am a natural extrovert. Hello, Elvia joked already that I love to talk. I love to talk. I'm the social one. I'm the not shy one. I will go up to anybody. I doesn't matter. I'm like never been the shy girl. I am 100% hija de mi padre because he's exactly the same way. Not only do we look exactly alike, we act exactly alike. We're stubborn. We uh, think we're hilarious. <laughs> we get along with the world and we love people and we love talking and we're just natural extroverts. And so um, when I was working in my day job, it really fulfilled what I think was my degree more than like my passion. And um, yeah, it was more mentally exhausting. And then when I went to go be a server, it really fulfilled sort of that social part of me because I was able to talk to people, but it was much more physically exhausting. Um, but I did it for 10, no, maybe like seven years, uh, six, six or seven years. And yeah, I sort of weaved my way in and out. And I really learned so much about the marketing industry. I got certified in different digital marketing um, aspects that really accelerated my career. And I really learned how to value myself. Um, because for so long I didn't, and I still have moments where I don't as much, but once I did, girl, I was soaring. I mean, kind of, I mean, I'm not a president of a company or anything, but, um, but yeah, I, uh, I ended up where I am at now, which is at iHeartMedia and, uh, and it's fun. It's different. I feel respected. I enjoy the flexibility. You're doing the damn thing. <laughs> yeah, and it's been great ever She's since. She's being humble right now, but she's kicking ass. I am. Me and, and uh, so I have a lot of friends that friends that have exactly the same name. Oh, yeah, and this is a fu- this is kind of funny. Yeah, so, like, literally, <laughs> I have, I in my, like, close friend circle, there's literally two Dianas, two Sonias, two Jasmines. Yeah, those are all the repeating names. And it's just, they're like, so who are you talking about? Diana P or Diana T? And I'm like, Diana P, okay? My bestie. That's um, me, y'all. That's me. Diana T is another friend of mine. So actually, I was with Diana T last night. And um, 
we were talking about you and then she's like me yeah <laughs> and we were like yeah she's been doing so great she's so motivated she's getting all this like shit done and this bitch works another nine to five you know like it's amazing I do a nine to nine <laughs> A nine to nine. I think that, do you feel that, well, you're, I know your job is a little bit different, but you know how we're so connected now in terms of um, having your email on your phone? Like when we started in our careers, mm-hmm. we didn't get cell, we didn't have cell phones. Not, we, cell phones existed, but not to this extent. Mm-hmm. And you weren't like going home with laptops, mm-hmm. right? And it's almost like you think it's cool that your job offers you a phone and a laptop. No, and no, 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 honey. That just means they always expect you to be on. Exactly. And so. You better have it on. <laughs> you always better have it on. And it's like, you, it's hard to separate yourself because you go home and you like open it up or you're always checking your work email, yeah. even on vacations because it's on your phone. And I think it's really hard to separate yourself. Yeah. Even times where there's like a student in crisis and some of the time it's like, I don't read it until the next morning, but it's always like in my pocket at all the time. And I could see like, oh, who's writing me an email? There's no expectation for me to answer, but there you're still checking. Right. You're still using your time when you should be off to There's look no at your expectation, phone. but then your boss emails you at eight and you're like, should I reply? Because yeah. they're working that late. I guess I should be working that late. But not that it's the case. It's just that it makes you feel like that sometimes. And it's one of those, like, hidden messages. Like, your boss is emailing you they at testing you. They're always like, oh, you're never, um, you're okay if you don't need, need to reply. But, you know, like, deep down inside, like, you should. It's like when you tell your boyfriend not to get you a gift, but you really want him to get you a gift. Girl. But you should just know that. But you don't want to tell him that. You know, you just want it to come from him. It's like that type of thing. Girl, let me just tell you. That is 100% <laughs> the case for me. Um, but thank you. I really appreciate that you guys see me working hard. And I think, you know, it's funny because Instagram, you only see, like, the good stuff. Mm-hmm. Not that, like, they call it, like, a highlight reel. Right. Um, I mean, I try to always be real. Like, if I'm tired and exhausted, I'm, I say that, too. I go on there without makeup and the pajamas that I wear for three days in a row. Don't judge me. Oh, my She thinks I'm nice. <laughs> <laughs> I've been working from home, and I don't really get out of my PJs. But it's your honey clean. <laughs> <laughs> my honey clean. It's Shaman clean. All right, Shaman, if you're listening to this, you better sponsor us because we like our honeys clean. <laughs> I mean, everybody should like their honeys clean, you nasty ass. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I have been feeling really motivated. It's so crazy. Like something shifts in your mind Mm -hmm. and you're, I've always, I think I've always been a really ambitious and driven person. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, something, I don't know what it was. Something just like sparked. And I was like, I have got to do this. Mm -hmm. I don't want to look back in my life and say, I didn't even try. Mm -hmm. So it could fail and that's okay. Um, but I want to at least try it. So that's kind of where I'm at now. In terms of my career, the one thing I want to say too is that I've always made it a point in my jobs, even though my job did not force me, did not ask me, um, didn't need me, and oftentimes didn't prioritize multicultural marketing. I always made myself be very vocal um, about my passions around multicultural, my passions around diversity and inclusion, and made myself not just the honorary Latina, but really the multicultural marketing expert. A lot of the jobs that I've had, I put myself in positions so that I became more experienced and understanding and aware of the audience, not just because I am the audience, but because it really matters to me. Mm-hmm. And so that really helped me a lot in my career. It's oftentimes where why people choose me over other candidates because I have that under my belt. And I'm not quiet about it, ever. Mm-hmm. I am really, really vocal about being really a proud Latina. But I think a proud empower, a, a, a proud woman that respects inclusion. And uh, I definitely want to see more of us at the table, especially mm-hmm. in positions of power. So I've always been a big advocate of that. And oftentimes you're the person that has to educate 
and mm-hmm. and no dig, but most companies are still run and owned by the white male. Mm-hmm. And so I like getting a seat at the table because I really feel like I stand for and with the people. And if we're not doing that, then no one else is really advocating for us, right? Amen, sister. Hey, girl. All right, now. But anyways, that's me in a nutshell in terms of my career. Where do you currently work? Where do you already do? Yeah, I work at iHeartMedia. Okay. I'm a director of client partnerships. Yes. I some of the biggest accounts. Tell them. Um, been traveling. What else you do? Uh, and misinformed Latina. Mm-hmm. And I'm just kidding. And I'm in the middle of finishing a research project that was really awesome, again, for Latinx communities of color. Mm-hmm. And I applied to be um, part of a political organization called Latinas Lead. I highly recommend if you guys are in that realm to apply. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot. I feel like uh, high school, college again, you know? Where you're like, <laughs> like all you the organizations. school activities. Girl, I got too many activities. <laughs> the one activity that I uh, don't have is uh, cleaning my casa. Okay, girl, who is scrubbing the tub? Uh, I'm not meal prepping. I'm not cooking. I'm not doing... I mean, something's got to give. It's just that when your heart is somewhere else, it's really hard to focus on that stuff. And I think somebody said this once that sometimes we mix, we mix up productivity, like being productive by doing things. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I found myself doing that over the last three years when I neglected misinformed Latina. Mm-hmm. When I initially started, it was like, well, I'm too busy. And then all the house stuff that I needed to do. And it's like, I could get myself so bogged down in just quote unquote house stuff to be productive. But in reality, who cares if my bed's not made for four days? Like nothing's going to happen if the laundry piles up. But have I done my website, pursued my my blog posts, followed up with the students that I've talked to, you know, done pitch emails to do speaking engagements? Like, that is what matters to me more right now. Um, so, yeah. And I've been with my partner for... Yeah, so let's think that... I am in a relationship. Mm-hmm. About it's, yourself. Sadly, Elvie and I have never really had that many moments where we're both single. And I say Sally is because we have a similar type in men. <laughs> so it's the truth. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Um, and so it would, it would be really fun to be single together, you know, yeah. especially in this time of our lives where we're like owning ourselves a little bit more. Obviously, we have our careers in a different place. Our, just our lives are in a different place. Mm-hmm. But I have been in a relationship for six years. I'm going to say that even though I've been in my relationship for six years, I, we did have one long break. Mm-hmm. Um, because we all, we have, we always have long distance. Um, but we've been living together for three and a half going on four years of the six years. Um, like we support you another way. Yeah, he definitely does. And we, um, you know, we're finding our way now after four years. And I think we just, we, we grew up so differently. Um, and so, you know, when you get into relationships and you live together, they have to not just get used to you and your ways, but whatever those ways were when you were growing up, right? Yeah. And it sort of comes out even more when you're living together. Mm-hmm. Um, I come from a family, a big, big-ass family. Elvia's been to my parties. <laughs> like, no, no, no. Backyard parties of, like, 300 people. Yes. They will do. Um... I'm one of five. I really love my siblings mm-hmm. a lot mm-hmm. and my parents. Mm-hmm. Um, they're all good people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just like, I don't spend a lot of time with them. I wish I did. Um, we all live in different states. A lot of us live in different states. But yeah, I have a big old family and it's really fun. Uh, and I don't think I loved it when I was little, but I love it now because Christmas is like, is so much more merrier because there's so many people and it's funny and it's cool mm-hmm. um and yeah i i also really love my friendships i i i'm not like alvia where i have so many i have i know a lot of people but i wouldn't say i have a lot of friends mm-hmm. um but the friends that i do have i value so deeply yeah. so so that's me that's in a nutshell let's uh let's wrap this up um i think we should end it with what are the top three tips that you would tell your 22-year-old beautiful Elvia self, knowing what you know now, girl? Top three. Ooh, little Elvia. <laughs> um, little baby. I would, 
I would tell that bitch. I'm just <laughs> um, uh, I would just tell her to like love herself more. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. Like I feel like I, and and then this and this is not something that has changed. I would, I can't, that I can say, but I think I'm better at it than when I was younger. Just like love yourself more, be kind to yourself, say nice things to yourself. Like, um, you're doing great. You're doing amazing. Like, uh, you tried your hardest, whatever it is. Um, I felt like I just, like if I didn't achieve something, then it was like, I sucked, I failed, I'm terrible, I'm horrible, whatever. And I just wish I, I would have like been kinder to myself. And it's something that I'm just starting to get better at now. Um, let's see. Three things. What else? What else? Can I one, be kind to yourself. That's a great one. Yeah. 100%. Let's let's jump off. Why don't you do yours on that? Okay. Album? My top three are going to be number one, save your money. Oh my god, that's what I would tell my twenty year old self is yes, save your money. Honestly, I like look back and I have like no idea what I spent my money on. And all whatever I did spend that money on, I don't even know where that stuff is. I'm pretty sure I didn't care. So just Better manage your money, save your money, understand how money works is probably my first one. My second one would be understand how nutrition impacts your mental health. Mm -hmm. I think we think about nutrition like you got to eat clean because for your physical stuff. But it's like, no, actually, when you eat clean, you really feel better. Like you have better concentration. You sleep better. Um, you have more energy, like all the other things that honestly really, you just feel better, you have a better attitude. Like, I don't know. I, I really think that that's something I would tell my 22 year old self, like eat clean, understand what eating clean needs, eating clean is, understand how to read ingredients labels properly. Um, and then implement that into your life because you really are nourishing the insides mm -hmm. and that's what really matters. Right. Mm -hmm. And there was so much I just didn't understand around nutrition. Um, and I think the third would be about time. I think we waste a lot of time. I waste a lot of time. I've wasted a lot of time. And, you know, it's the one thing that you can never save. Mm -hmm. um, so I just think that, like, spend time with more people that you love. Make the time to do the things that you love. Really understand where you're putting your time because life isn't as long as you think it is. And, uh, yeah, I probably would tell my 22-year-old self understand, understand how to manage time and spend quality time with people that you love. So mine is save money, eat well, understand how to properly nourish yourself because it's good for your mental health mm -hmm. and physical. I'm not saying that it's not. And manage your time. Those are my top three that yeah. I can think of right now. Yeah. So I would probably say that goes well with what you're saying is um, create good habits. And I don't mean just like eat clean and exercise, but like even regular daily things. So, you know, make your bed every morning. Um, if you're into like intention setting, like do that, make like choose three things you do every morning that are just help you start the day off right i i really want to get into the habit of like waking up every morning making my bed doing like a five minute yoga flow and writing in my gratitude journal and yes, and that's something I have not been the best at um, cultivating for myself. But I think it's so important. And it's just like when the days that I do do it, I feel so great. I have energy. And I'm, I like just start my day on like my best foot forward. Um, and I would say... 
my last thing would be to not let go of your passions or dreams, however big or small they may be. Um, and I know that sounds so corny, but like for oh, me, no, that's good. That's for good. example, like I love dancing and I felt like, uh, when I was in middle school, I used to do like modern jazz dancing and I loved it. It was so amazing. But then I moved and in my, at my, they didn't have that at my high school. Um, and I wish I would have just like pursued it like on my own. And I went to a studio and like kept on taking classes and then, you know, like followed that into college and like so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. Um, and dance has, for me, it's like one of those things I've always like loved to do. It just makes me so happy and like warms my heart. And it's one of those things I do and don't do and do and don't do. Like, uh, I, I used to dance in college. We, I used to be part of like the salsa club and all that stuff. And then life happened and I didn't pursue it. And then I did city year and then during my first year of city year, I was uh, doing bachata lessons with mm-hmm. one another person, and we would he go so out <laughs> and we would go out dancing like every Wednesday at Steven Steakhouse Ooh-hoo. at their bachata night. Shout out to Steven Steakhouse! Yeah, you could sponsor us, <laughs> um, and then, or at least let us come in for free. That cover charge is too much. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> Um, yeah, and, you know, it's been such a, like, and then this past year or so, I've kind of picked it up again. I, like, when I was living in the Bay Area, uh, later this past year, I started taking bachata classes, and then when I moved back to LA, uh, it was just, like, perfect timing, this, this woman that my friend used to take classes with, shout out to Michelle, she's the bomb. Shout out. She's part of my self-care every week. Like, yes, I go to her class every Thursday, and it's just amazing. Like, I sweat my ass off, so you're getting a workout, but I just have fun. And it's so amazing to, like, get to do that once a week. Like, I look forward to Thursday nights. It's like, I don't know. It's like when you're really excited to, like, see your best friend or I don't know, go on a trip. Like, that's the kind of excitement I go into every Thursday because I know I'm going to have a great time. I'm going to laugh. I'm going to sing. I'm going to dance. I'm going to sweat. I'm going to shake my booty and show them what I'm working with, you know? Yes, girl. (laughs) Yes. So, in summary, what was my first one? I forgot. Self-care, self-love, be kinder to yourself. Yes. What was my first one, though? That was be kinder to yourself. That was your first one. Okay, yeah, yes. Yeah, I have a bad memory. Be kinder to yourself. Um, two is uh, start start developing good habits. And then three is don't forget about the dreams, small or big that you yeah. have. Yeah, your passions. Pursue your passions. And I think now, uh, you know, like you with doing Misinformed Latina and yeah. this podcast, like you're doing that. Yeah, you know, and I'm doing that. I think in my own ways. Yeah. Um. So it's. It's a great time to be alive. It's going to be a good decade. There's only yeah. about 2020, right? Yeah. It feels different. Yes. Um, like, too bad um, my jeans still fit the same, though. <laughs> Actually, they're too tight. I'm trying to, you know, girl, I'm trying to just take it in a little bit. It doesn't matter, okay? You love yourself. <laughs> you're happy. You're healthy. You're alive. <laughs> we're here. But my clothes don't fit. That's okay, though. We're going we're, we're we're to work on that. in our... <laughs> In our studio, a.k.a. Diana's second bedroom. <laughs> um, all right. Well, that's our first official episode. Yes. Thank you guys so much. I, I know this one is a long one. It, and we're random as fuck. But, you know, that's who we is. Yep. We're always going to keep it 100%. Yeah. Keep it real. We're going to keep it 100. Yes. Um, don't forget to subscribe. Please leave a Rate review. Us, follow us. Review. And I also want to say that uh, leave us questions. I would love to know, is there topics that maybe we're not thinking about that 
concern you that you want us to talk about? Yeah, let us know um, topics, people you would like us to bring on. Yes, any any guests. If you want to be a guest, let us know. Let us know. We uh, are welcome and open and want to just give the people what they want. Yes, absolutely. And don't forget to share our podcast with all your friends, familia, amigas, primas, tios, mama, everybody, abuela. Uh, it really means a lot to us. Our goal, again, is to empower our community, really impact the lives of Latina women, really all women, mm-hmm. all people, um, especially people of color. So please, This is please, for please. anybody who connects to anything that we say. Yes, yes. So, uh, yeah, until next time. See you later. Get your beady beady. A bone bone. Bye. 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 Bye.